Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. Oh my goodness, happy Monday to you. No, don't check your radio. Don't check your radio. Beth Ann's voice has not deepened. It is I, Larry Barron's in for Beth Ann this morning. Poor people on Facebook, they're expecting the pretty face of Beth Ann, and then they get this, and they're like, what's Zuckerberg doing to us? Sorry. I'm sorry. That's a, I, Let me just give a blanket apology. I'm sorry about it. Uh, so grateful to be with you today. Uh, Beth Ann has graciously afforded me the opportunity to guest host the show today, and I'm going to try to keep the ship steady, keep everything running smoothly. I will mess it all up, but Rudy's here to, to fix it all and, and make sure I don't get too far off course. And uh, we're going to have a great day. We got uh, so much, obviously, to talk about and so much to discuss. But uh, first, we want to approach our Heavenly Father in prayer and say, Father, we, are, we want to express to thee our gratitude first. We are grateful for this nation we live in, for this day that thou has blessed us with. We are grateful, Lord, for the good people in all of our lives and the good people that lift us up and strengthen us. Lord, we want to express gratitude because thou has placed them in our lives and placed us where we are. And we accept the opportunity that is before us. But we know the world is troubled, Father. We know there are those who are doing the work of the adversary, who are doing the most heinous things. And never before, perhaps, have we witnessed so quickly a contrast between good and evil, Lord. And we pray that more hearts will turn to thee, more hearts will turn to the good. We ask thee to be with those who are suffering. We ask thee to be with those who need to be lifted up and turned to thy son, who is the author of true peace. We pray that he will. And we pray, Lord, that we will continue to follow the guidance. And we say these things in the name of all of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, it's going to be, it's been a tough, uh, eight, ten days. Anyone who's flipped on a TV, who knows? And it is, I, I went through the show prep today looking at, you know, is there, is there opportunity? Is there something to, you know, where we can look at where the lines are crossing, where things can, can perhaps get better? And I don't, I don't doubt, obviously, in the, the power of the Lord. But when I look at the, the actions of man, I start to get worried. And I don't start to get worried. We've long been worried, right? And we've long seen these lines come through. And if there's a theme that I would talk to today, and I'm going to try to wrap it up. Well, let me just give you the heads up now. I'm going to try to wrap it up today with, with some optimism. But we need to talk today about how these crises expose weakness. And the weaknesses that we have, you know them. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. We have weakness at the border. We have weakness in Washington. We have weakness in many universities and parts of our country. There are so many there, and those are all that you already know, right? But over the last week plus, have we not seen it just grow worse? We see our enemies emboldened. We see them getting stronger. We see them... uh, getting into conspiracies with each other. And I don't mean conspiracies in that they're not true. I mean conspiracies where they conspire to make things difficult for our nation. And while they are doing that, while they're strengthened and emboldened, we look to, you know, the strength that we used to have. And we see leadership in Washington that we have to hope against experience will be able to meet this moment because I have a feeling, and I'm sure many of you do as well, that this, sadly, is not the pinnacle of this crisis, that this is the beginning. And over the last, and, and, and it was completely random, but over the last two, three weeks, I took a chance to go back and read, and in some cases listen to, FDR's fireside chats. And I have to be the first to admit, as a person who loves history, I had very little uh, historic perception. I thought it was like a weekly radio address that Roosevelt would do. And it wasn't. It was It was very uh, – I, I want to say there were uh, – okay, history buffs, you're going to have to you know sit over there in the corner. I may get a few of these facts wrong. 
But there were much, much fewer fireside chats from FDR. But when you hear him talk about, particularly before the bombing of Pearl Harbor, you hear him talk about the, the alliances and the things that are being done around the world. And then you start to see the same thing in the world today. You start to see, and, and, and we know the history, right? We know when he's talking about sending weapons to our allies across the ocean, and we have to do that. And he talks about bolstering up things here at home, whether it's manufacturing, whether it's farming, and the things that we need. We, we know how the story ends, and so we can be able to say, well, he was kind of leaning towards World War II. We just didn't know it, and they didn't know it. And then, lo and behold, the last 10, 15 days, not only, you know, and let's just, as hard as it will be, we'll talk about it later. Let's just put Ukraine in a corner for now. You look at Hamas and Iran. You look at China and Taiwan. And I have to ask myself, is this, are, are, are we in a, are, what will history write? If we, if there are books after this whole situation is over, what will they write about it? Will they write that they were just on the edge of something terrible? They just didn't know it yet. And in that case, I would argue we need to look at our weaknesses and we need to say, now is the time to repair them. Now is the time to say, this is not what we wanted. It is not in the condition that we wanted it, but we're going to repair it. We have an election to repair it. And there's an election tomorrow. Is there not? Of course there is. You and I don't get a vote in it, but our representatives do. We're going to have a new speaker tomorrow, I really hope. There is uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, who has led uh, so many good fights. I, I saw uh, Kevin McCarthy on Fox News this morning says he feels that uh, Congressman Jordan has the votes to get there for speaker, and I sure hope that's true. I really wish they were doing it today. But that is what needs to happen. And your voice matters. And let me tell you, as someone who's been on the other end, not in Washington, but at a state house, when a constituent calls, that that matters. And the call may may for you be quick and you were like oh that that doesn't but i mean here's how it is at least where i observed it right they have this sheet of paper and it's a it's simply a yay nay and you call in hey my name's larry this is my zip code so you prove that you're a constituent and i want you to vote this way and they chart it yays and that that gets discussed so your voice in that does matter and we were what 24 hours maybe a little over 24 hours before a vote from speaker. Has there ever been a more important vote for speaker? And and by the way, constitutional kids, the speaker's the third in line for the presidency. It's, it is an important office. And so Jim Jordan is a leader that we could really use right now in the speaker's chair, having him appoint committee chairs, having him get the legislation that we need through. And so if you hear my voice and you're so inclined I would encourage you to share with your representatives the need to get this fixed right now. When we talk about exposing weaknesses, that is one that we need to fix right now, and we can't fix it. And 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 it's, again, it's one where we probably wish we didn't have to fix it, but we do. And the time, I think, for lamenting of, golly, this shouldn't be broken, but it is, may be past. Maybe it's a time, or maybe it's past time. We deal with the reality of it is broken. We can't argue over why it is, but it's our job to fix it because if this isn't working, then things are going to get a whole lot worse. Then it becomes another weakness, and you can only go into a crisis with so many weaknesses. And we've seen them brought to bear over the last couple of days, have we not? We've seen within our own cities protests supporting those who would murder terrorists who kill innocents. There's protesters that say that's okay. It within our borders. We see so many things that need to be repaired. We're going to talk about a whole lot. Was that the first segment already? They're playing me out on the music? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm getting the hook. I had to explain to my kids what the gong show was two weeks ago. Side note. Let that sink in. All right. We're going to go into break. We're going to talk a whole lot more when we get back, including the tilting world scale. We're going to connect some of these lines for you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. Larry in for Beth Ann. Please stick with us.
Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website immuno150.com, that's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true. True wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to Buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. And welcome back to CSE Talk Radio. Larry Barron's in for Beth Ann. Happy Monday morning to you. And I mean it. It's tough uh, when, when the, you think the words happy and Monday don't go well together. And I, I understand that. I, I can get that sentiment for well. But I mean it when I'm talking to you. Uh, happy Monday morning. And thank you for taking the time to uh, share part of it with us. Larry Barron's in for Beth Ann. I wanted to, we mentioned before, we're going to talk about some of these lines. And there is a, I'd give it, I'd give it a solid C plus. If we're going to grade it, which is pretty good because we grade the media on a curve. But there's a solid C-plus article in the Wall Street Journal today. Uh, it's how the Israel-Hamas war is tilting the global power balance in favor of, I'll give you a couple guesses, but you're only going to need two, Russia and China. And it goes through, and it and it and I think it tap dances around the real issue. And so we'll give you here what the real issue is. But let's delve into it a little bit because when we talk about exposed weakness, the power vacuum that the United States leaves when we have inept leadership in Washington, it, it, it doesn't just go nowhere, right? We have emboldened and enabled adversaries who are taking it over. So this is what they write. The war between Israel and Hamas isn't just risking a regional conflagration. Yeah, that's, that's – I mean, why can't they just use real words? But okay, fine. SAT is proud of you. It is also affecting the global balance of power, stretching American and European resources while revealing pressure, on, relieving pressure on Russia and providing new opportunities to China. Uh, the attack on Israel by terrorists, and use the word terrorists, please, and, and take note of anybody who doesn't. That's an important step, exposing weaknesses. We'll talk about it. Killed some 1,400 people, mostly civilians, as 
of providing a boon for America's main geopolitical rivals. China and Russia and Iran, that's a key component, boys and girls, have long sought to undermine the U.S.-backed international system are now taking advantage of America's distraction. Now, this is a guy, his name's Alexander Stubb. Why they're quoting him, I don't know, but he is currently running for Finland's presidency. I know you're all following that race closely, but he says this. Because what we are seeing is part of a shifting and moving world order. Those words should resonate. He goes, when the U.S. leaves power vacuums, someone is going to fill those vacuums. Okay, so maybe the Finnish guy has a point. Russian President Vladimir Putin, work with this. Wrap your mind around this. Vladimir Putin, whose forces, according to Ukrainian authorities, have killed tens of thousands of civilians as they've besieged Ukraine for months, compared the Israeli siege. Now, this is Putin. He compares the Israeli siege of Gaza to that of his hometown of St. Petersburg, then called Leningrad. This is, a, this is the part of the day where I warn you the next line out of my mouth may make you throw up. And so, act accordingly. During World War II, Putin says he equates the people attacking Gaza as the same who attacked Leningrad. And who was it that attacked Leningrad? It was the Nazis. According to Vladimir Putin, the Jewish state are Nazis. Are you done throwing up yet? This is Lithuania. He says, the Russians may not have have started it, but they have a huge interest in prolonging the conflict in Israel as long as possible. It would be a win for the Russians, actually, in Ukraine, strategically strengthening their narrative against the Western world. So this is where I'm going to disagree. And by the way, Wall Street Journal, this is why you get a C+. When we talk about shifting world balance, let's not go to, like, the guy running for president of Finland and someone in Lithuania. Can we just, you know, not that I'm sure they're wonderful people and great places, but let's, let's get some real heavy hitters in here. But here's where I want to draw a line to real quick. He says the Russians may not have started it. And I'm not saying that the Russians did start it. But I will tell you what I know. In 2022, Iran had a record year for oil exports. That is billions upon billions. And we are focused, as we should be, on the $6 billion Joe Biden gave to Iran on September 11th. Speaking of sentences that make you throw up. We're focused on that, but we can't look away from the fact that Joe Biden gave a very lazy enforcement to Iranian oil sanctions. And Iran was able to sell their oil for many, many, many more billions than the $6 billion that Joe Biden gave them on September 11th. By the way, on September 10th, he said the biggest threat to the world was climate change. Ask the people in Israel and Gaza today if they feel that's the truth. I digress. So we have these billions flowing to Iran. And who are the biggest customers of Iranian oil? It's China and Venezuela. So how and, – and, and this is what Joe Biden is counting on. And when we talk about exposing weakness, I have to be upfront about the weaknesses I have. I sometimes don't have a long memory. I sometimes have that goldfish uh, uh, recollection, right, where I forgot what happened two minutes ago. And – but we need to remember when Russia was running out of munitions – in their war in Ukraine, who was it that was giving munitions to Russia? It was Iran. That's the kind of relationship they have. And I think it's very troubling to see that now an Iran-backed terrorist group has implemented a war of devastation on Israel, and it just so happens that Russia benefits from that distraction. Listen, me with like uh, an eighth grade math level here, if I can figure this out, I hope that there are someone there is someone smarter than me in Washington that's figuring this out as well. We are allowing the people who are against us to have billions of dollars in oil money so that they can then use that money to buy munitions and fund terrorism. Buy munitions to send to Russia, fund munitions to go to Hezbollah. Yeah, I said it, Hezbollah. I know they're not the same, but I'm reading the same story. Everyone is, right? That Iran is looking at the situation in Israel and says, don't go into Gaza. We may get involved. Oh, we may use our friends in Hezbollah in the northern part to get involved. Where are they getting the money? Joe Biden allowed them to have it. We have exposed weaknesses here. And it's time, it's past time to fix it. It would be great if by this time tomorrow we have a speaker 
that goes to the Biden administration and cuts off the money for Joe Biden until he cuts off the money for Iran? Because you know, Joe, hasn't, Joe Biden hasn't mentioned this, right? If you recall, when this when this crisis was first coming to light, first of all, Joe Biden was nowhere to be found, and I think he had a barbecue at some point, right? And at no point when he finally came out and condemned the attacks, which is right, he should do, at no point did he mention Iran. And the Biden administration is falling all over themselves to say that there's no relationship. Iran is praising the attacks. The Mahas leader said, thanks, Iran, for the help with the attacks. By the way, is John Kerry upset about the carbon footprint of Hamas? I digress. These are the weaknesses that get exposed. And by the way, while Iran was having a record year for their oil exports in 2022 under Joe Biden, what was happening to the American oil industry? Oh, that's right. He wasn't turning a blind eye to that, was he? It's weakness. These things where he gets into his self-survival mode, and I'm talking about President Biden, and his partisanship mode, expose us for weakness. And yes, it is a power vacuum. And I'm not even done with this because we haven't even talked about China yet, have we? Of course, they're getting the Iranian oil and they're getting it for cheaper than you and I are paying for it because of Joe Biden's war on energy. But here's what China's looking at. You, I mean, I, I, doesn't anyone else think it's odd that this move also benefits Russia and distracts us from perhaps Taiwan? and moves that China is doing. In fact, someone's quoted as saying, China will try to portray the U.S. as a factor of instability and China as a factor of peace. I, I, I had to read that. Those words would never leave my mouth otherwise. China's goal is to present itself to the developing nations as an alternative and as a more attractive alternative. <sighs> Exposed weakness. We have allowed the weakness of people in Washington looking out for themselves more than they're looking out for our nation to harm us. And it has emboldened our enemies. So much so that even if it isn't coordinated, even if it isn't a conspiracy, and I'm ready for everyone to say, Larry, get on the tinfoil hut, that's fine. Say, say about it what you will. But I can't be the only one who finds it odd that Iran was giving munitions to Russia in order to use those munitions in Ukraine while they were funding Hamas and Hezbollah. And then those are the places that are attacking Israel right now with the hope that it distracts the United States. Now, I know Washington's going to say, oh, we can chew gum and walk at the same time. That's their favorite phrase, right? Chew gum and walk at the same time. I've seen Biden. He can't walk, period. He's got to use the short stairs. I'm not going to trust him with a piece of gum. I hear the music playing. They're giving me the gong. But we've got more coming up because uh, there's more exposed weaknesses to talk about. Keep it tuned right here. Larry Barron's in for Beth Ann on CSC Talk Radio. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, First Place in Journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and one Wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain. For companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation. Support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio. My Pillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. For such a time as this, we know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? Thank you so much. We're back here on CSC Talk Radio. Larry Barron's in for Beth Ann. I'm so glad you're joining us today. Thanks for doing it. And, and it's important because we're going to... We're going to shed some tears. Let's just take a moment and and look at the crisis around the world. And when you think of those most affected, when you think of those most harmed, I, I don't know about you, but my heart goes out to students from Harvard. They, they're the real victims here. I love this story so much. I wish I could read it twice. So you may have seen this. This was uh, last week, but it is a story that, that bears repeated. And let me let me walk you through the timeline of what happened because these atrocious terrorist attacks happened early Saturday morning our time. The White House says nothing. I think the, the State Department deleted a tweet where they called for de-escalation on both sides. Good job there, knuckleheads. And then... Sunday, White House, eh, really nothing. But they did. Yet Blinken started going out with the whole, uh, that $6 billion we super-duper pinky swear promise didn't pay for this. That was the strongest condemnation they did at first, right? 48, oh, so over 48 hours, Biden finally takes the podium and condemns the attacks, and, and which he should have done. Didn't mention Iran or the money sent to him. I'll, I digress. So what happened within that 48 hours while this was first coming out 
you had on Sunday. And let's appreciate the small miracle it takes to get Harvard students to work at all, especially on a Sunday, on a weekend. I mean, the avocado toast, Grubhub uh, market must have really just fallen there in Cambridge. They put out 30 organization groups, put out a letter of support for what was happening. We support the Palestinian state and Israel and their colonizers. And that's, that's the language the left is going to use now, right? They're, they're colonizers. If you have the audacity to, maybe that's what I should do to my kids. Kids, clean your room, you colonizers. No, it probably won't work. But these Harvard students, 30 Harvard groups put out a, a statement even before the White House did about the attacks. And, and it was just as you would expect. And, and keep in mind, this is, this is Harvard, the place that if you've ever met an alum from Harvard, sometimes they'll go as long as 15 seconds without telling you that they're an alum of Harvard. And so these are the weak, smart kids. So they put out this statement. It's just universally condemned, especially as the horrific pictures come out of southern Israel. So they signed a letter blaming Israel for the Hamas attacks. 30 student groups. It wasn't like it was just some ragtag. This wasn't Joe Bob's uh, tinfoil hat club that put out this letter. 30 student groups. And they hid in the anonymity of the group. So if you were a member of this group, you just put the group's name on the letter and, I guess, hoped that no one would ever find out that you were a member of the group. In fact, what we found out later is the students didn't even really read <laughs> what was sent out in their name. They were so quick to virtue signal on this terrible crisis that they didn't read the letter and they didn't want their names attached to it. And you ask, Larry, why, why didn't they want their names attached to it? Well, I'll tell you why. Because once the universal condemnation of what they were saying came out, well, then they started finding out, well, who are these groups? And and who are these members of these groups? And someone took the step of buying a digital truck. When I say a digital truck, it's a real truck with a digital sign. I should be more specific. And that digital sign, a driver rode around Harvard in a truck with names and images of students that were linked to the letter. Dozens of Harvard student groups co-signed a letter blaming Israel for the brutal Hamas tax over the last weekend. And the letters really sparked a backlash against the student groups that now apparently includes, and, and this is funny, the reporter calls it doxing. Yeah, that's right. If you sign your name to it and people now identify you as signing your name, that's called doxing? Okay, boys and girls. The Harvard Crimson reported that a truck was spotted being driven through campus on Wednesday featuring a digital billboard claiming to show faces and names of students associated with the letter. Images on social media appear to show that the students' names and images appeared alongside the title Harvard's Leading Anti-Semites. And they freak out about it. So you sign on to a letter, and I get it. You are hiding behind your group's name. And someone says, look, you signed on this letter, and they start freaking out. They're like, oh, I, I really didn't mean it. And you see the house of cards that this virtue signaling world that our students are, are, are living on. This is their foundations, right? They felt, com they felt compelled to say something about this without ever wanting to attach their names to it, in some cases without even reading it. And then if it's exposed that their name was attached to it, then they run and hide. Job offers are rescinded. I In the Wall Street Journal this morning, one professor, not at Harvard, at another university, says, yes, if some of my students are anti-Semites, I am not going to be giving them recommendations for job offers. And you have to scratch your head and wonder. Again, this is when you, when you say elite academics, and I understand they're insane there in so many ways, but Harvard is usually in that conversation. This may be the very first time in these kids' lives that they had any type of consequences for their actions. And these are like 20-year-old kids. And they're freaking out about it. Now, first, I tell you that story because it's fun. I, I like Harvard students not being smart enough to add 2 plus 2 when it comes to the world of public relations. But also, we're talking today about exposed weaknesses. And when you look at 30 students student groups at just one school who decide that they have to take the side of terrorist butchers and those are the kids within our schools and they're not the only ones. I picked on Harvard a lot, but they're not the only ones. We've seen the protests 
around the world. We've seen him here in the United States. There's a reporter that I, I know on, on Twitter, and he went to a protest in San Diego. And we've all seen, Fox has done them, we've all seen them. They, they walk up to the, the pro-Palestinian, uh, pro-Hamas protests, and they'll ask them, haven't you seen what's, what Hamas did to Israel? Well, Israel's very good at propaganda, and some of those have been retracted. But you've seen it, right? You know, Israel's colonizers. And that's what they want you, that, that's the arguments they've started, right? It's kind of like the squad. They're called rallies for the squad is what I call them because that is their point of view. And these are within our schools and our universities. This is where our kids are going to school. Exposed weaknesses. If our institutions of higher learning are fostering this environment, and it's not an if, we know they are. And we know that, again, it's not a new weakness that I'm talking to you about. Then it's a real, real problem. And I, again, I started the show by saying these, we're going to talk about the weaknesses, but now it's time to think about fixing them. I've seen uh, members of Congress, and it's an interesting point of saying, you know what, if some of these students are in the United States on visas and they're protesting in support of terrorism, maybe they don't need those visas. That's a solution that may fix some things. There's opportunities we have to fix these weaknesses. And it probably starts in our communities and our home of calling evil evil and right right. If they won't use the word terrorists, it kind of gives you a side to what they're on. We're going to go to another weakness here. This is another Biden administration weakness. This came out last week. And keep in mind, this this was as the, the crisis was already ongoing, the Biden administration, I'm not making this up, the Biden administration did a victory lap over inflation. Yeah, they think it's getting better. And and I, I'll tell you, well, but let me read the story, and then I'll tell you my own economic indicator. So this is um, the a story from last week. Consumer prices rose significantly again in September. Newly released federal inflation data shows further undoing a trend of slowing inflation that began earlier this year. U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, they say it's up year over year. And my economic indicator is I buy those Tortino pizza packs, four packs, because that's all I can cook for my kids. They're double the price, as long as everything else in the grocery store. Biden administration has done this to our nation. And we have an exposed weakness there, too. We're going to need to fix it. Oh, my gosh. Is the last segment coming up? All right. Larry in for Beth Ann. I don't like it, but I'll deal with it. Stay with us. Last segment headed your way. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My 
MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's George Soros promised to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Are you one of many who are avoiding genetically modified food or food containing soy? If so, have we got an egg for you. Ben Roberts eggs are soy-free and non-GMO, making them safe and deliciously nutritious. Ben feeds his hens his own mixture, which does not contain soy and is non-GMO. Look for the eggs in the red and white checkered box in the dairy case at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, or your local natural market. As a breast cancer survivor, I'm aware that certain foods are more beneficial to my health. The American Breast Cancer Foundation has endorsed Ben's eggs for women who need to avoid eating soy. Ben Roberts' eggs are absolutely soy-free and non-GMO. Make this healthy choice. Look for Ben's eggs in the red and white checkered box at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, or in your local health food store. If you don't see them, ask for them. You'll be glad you did. Talk Radio, Larry Barron's in for Beth Ann. Last segment snuck up on us. I'll try to keep it together. So, we can't go through any show where we're talking about the exposed weaknesses without talking about our southern border. And this is from our friends over at Fox News. U.S. Customs and Border Protection, and this was just earlier today. U.S. Customs and Border Protection says four Iranians have been apprehended in Texas since the beginning of the month, adding that they are considered special interest aliens. I didn't think Customs and Border Protection could use that language anymore. Calling them aliens. CPD told sources at Fox News that one Iranian man in his 40s was taken into custody on Sunday morning in Eagle Pass after crossing the border at about 3 a.m. That's right. He was just crossing at 3 a.m. Who among us hasn't tried to sneak into a country at 3 a.m.? I'm sure he's up to nothing but good reasons. The source added that the Iranian gave himself up to border protection agents after making the illegal crossing. The man, along with three other Iranians, are considered special interest aliens because they are from countries identified by the U.S. government as having conditions that promote or protect terrorism or potentially pose some sort of national security threat to the United States. And this has always been the case before I can hear liberals' heads popping. This has always been the case. The, the, when someone is apprehended at the border, they ask where they're from. And if you're from certain countries, you're going to get a little extra love and attention. And one of those countries, obviously, is Iran. But when we're talking about exposed weaknesses, our southern border is the biggest exposed weakness, is it not? I mean, the, the crisis that we see started with people coming across the border in Israel. And that was a protected border. And people are wondering, well, with our border unprotected for so long, what has happened? And keep in mind, these are just the Iranians that the Border Patrol was able to apprehend. Yeah, I'll let that sink in for a second. And it gets worse. FBI Director Christopher Ray, yes, I know, I know, I know. I get triggered, too, when I hear FBI. I get triggered, too, when I hear Christopher Ray. Let's work together through this. He told U.S. police chiefs that the number of terror threats in the U.S. is rising. Didn't mention the border. It's just magically rising. 
Is that is that how this works? Ray spoke at the International Association of Chiefs of Police annual conference in San Diego over this weekend, exactly one week after Hamas terrorists attacked and massacred civilians in southern Israel. The director said law enforcement's biggest concern involves possible pro-Hamas lone wolf copycats. I thought it was parents at school board meetings. I thought that was their biggest concern. Now, now we're going to focus on terrorism? This is his words. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats. And we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors. Lone actors who may take inspiration from the recent events to commit violence of their own. (sighs) When I talk about exposed weaknesses, the border has to be, if not at the top, near the top of the list. And I hope that when we get a new speaker tomorrow, that's right, when we get a new speaker tomorrow, this is one of the first things they address. Ray, whose bureau has been accused by some of producing a memo targeting traditional Catholics as potential domestic terrorists. Oh, yeah, remember that? He told police chiefs that targeting a community because of their faith is totally unacceptable. Well, not always. Not always. Ray also asked law enforcement officials in attendance to Continue sharing intelligence or observations you may have. I have some intelligence and observations. Close the border. That's my observation. Oh, I guess I guess that's not that's not what they wanted to hear. So I had the opportunity back when I was a young buck reporter to spend some time along the border. I think I've told you before. And it works. It looks like it still works the same way it did back then. When someone is apprehended, they obviously they're they're processed. And back then, it was a digital fingerprint. I'm sure maybe it's facial recognition or something more sophisticated now. But they would put their finger over one of those infrared scanners, and it wasn't like ink fingerprints. And they would immediately be able to tell like this is a person who's tried to cross several times here or several times there. And you would see all their previous interactions with Border Patrol. And I remember there was one gentleman who was from Mexico. He was about 65 years old, and he had been apprehended about 15 times. And I asked him, you know, why do you keep trying? He goes, because I'm going to keep trying because it's easy. Because because getting apprehended, they just take him literally right back to where he was. That said, they had then uh, countries of interest, COI lists. And this was – so I, I, I was there <laughs> almost 20 years ago. It was uh, – 2006 time frame. And back then, obviously, countries of interest. Afghanistan, Pakistan, Cuba, Venezuela. China was a country of interest then, hopefully still is. And they would give them extra scrutiny. In other words, they probably just wouldn't deliver them like they did that other gentleman right back to where they found them. But we have to ask ourselves now, who are we not catching? We get re- the, the reports of who we are apprehending is scary enough. You have to ask yourself, who are we not apprehending? And just let that sink in for a moment. We have the opportunity to secure our border much better. Even Biden's building part of the wall now. That's how that's how insane this world's gotten. That Biden's building part of the wall that he swore he would never do. But it is something, when we talk about exposed weaknesses... I wish I brought to you today more solutions because these are problems that you know and I know have existed for a long time. But they are weaknesses now that if not fixed will reveal themselves in terrible ways as the pressure builds upon this country from around the world. You have China emboldened, Russia emboldened, Iran emboldened. In fact, I mean, it it even gets... I mean, Iran threatening direct intervention if Israel invades Gaza. Before I came here today, that was exactly what Israel was going to do. And so, again, you have to ask yourself, who benefits from this? There's going to be players that don't have the best interests of the United States in mind who benefit from this. Iran warned on social media posts that if Israel's war crimes and genocide, their words, not mine, are not stopped, then the situation could spiral out of control. This is who we're dealing with. This is what is going on right now. And when I talk about weaknesses, 
and I, I'm, I'm trying to say this delicately. Let me let me just put my myself in these shoes. I have to talk about some of our own as well. There's opportunities we have in our own lives to make things better. And so I can't fix the border tomorrow, but there are things that we all can do to maybe expose and help some weaknesses. On the way out, here's my favorite story of this weekend. Completely changes up, right? New Zealand has a plan to tax farmers for burps and other gaseous emissions. I won't use the word. For their cows. This is from last week. And the party that proposed to enforce this quicker lost big time Saturday in elections in New Zealand. So there is hope. I tried to bring more hope today. And so people are seeing this for what it is. And we know that we can do better. And this is the audience where it starts. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. And thank you so much for all you do to bring America home. CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com.